We want to thank the Packwood Locker of Packwood, Iowa, soon to be Griner Meats and Groceries of Richland, Iowa, for this uh, for sponsoring this episode, as well as Wayland State Bank, Hinshaw Trailer Sales, McDonald's Boneyards, R&B Briggs Sports Cards, B&B Propane, Elsie's Kitchen.net, and Home Plate Sports Cards of Oskaloosa. Well, we uh, are pleased to be talking to Coach Alberts of the Linville Sully Hawks for the first time. Welcome to the program, Coach. Thank you for having me. Well, uh, the season is a winding down, and the playoffs are already, uh, uh, on paper anyway, ready to go. Uh, give me a general overview of the season. I know you were uh, uh, ranked sixth, fifth, and fourth at different periods in the season. Uh, you're pretty much undefeated in the sickle, and, and – uh, I'm here to tell people that the Sickle is a pretty good conference, too, to be honest with you. I would have to agree with you. Yeah, I mean, it's just all those teams, you know, I've seen them all. It's, you're the only team I haven't seen in the Sickle. Uh, and they, uh, or at least on the uh, the side that Kyoto and Sigourney are on, you know. And every one of those teams uh, on the right night can really give you a problem, you know, with the right pitchers and when their hitters are starting to go uh, – uh, they all seem to have pretty good defense. It, it's an above-average league, all in, and uh, the record kind of shows you and Sigourney kind of uh, out in front, but the rest of them just kind of, all kind of bunched up there right in the middle as they you know, tend to just beat each other up all the time. I would agree. It depends uh, any night of the week, uh, depending on who's on the mound. Uh, any one of those teams um, can pick each other off, so I would agree with you. It's, um, it, can be a, it can be a battle uh, – in, inside our conference, it can be a battle any night. Yeah, it, it, it's always – so you, your record is – I guess I'm trying to stress how impressive your record is in the sickle based on the high quality of the sickle and the good pitching and the hitting. And you got guys like Nash Smith out there that can crush the ball. you got Caden Clarahan throwing 88 miles an hour, hitting home runs left and right. Uh, just tremendous, tremendous athletes in that, in that conference. But let's talk about Linville Sully. And I want to talk about uh, – well, go ahead and tell, tell the, 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 our listeners the, your record, and uh, uh, you, you might have two or three games left, don't you? Uh, we've got four games left. We're currently 20-1. and one. Um, The one loss we took was at Hudson. Uh, we traveled up to Hudson this last week, and um, honestly just didn't play very well. Uh, it, was, it was a night where – um, Hudson played a great game. Um, they're a really solid team. We knew they'd hit the ball really well, and they did that. Uh, they found all the gaps, and we gave them a lot of easy outs that night. So just one of those nights where, where the ball didn't bounce our, our direction. Well, everybody runs into a game where they don't play well or <coughs> run into a pitcher that's having a phenomenal night, and uh, it's going to happen. You know, didn't happen very much to you guys, though, but uh, – so you're undefeated in the conference. Uh, well, we'll get to the playoffs later. I want to talk about the team, and it's a good time to talk about the pitching. I want to hear about the pitching overall, you know, the starters, the relievers, maybe some young players that have worked their way in a little bit, some innings. Uh, just tell me who your pitchers are and how they've done. Sure. I, I guess I would start off uh, our pitching staff probably is led by our senior, Connor Maston. Um, Connor's pitched 32 innings for us this year. Um, he's currently got an ERA of 1.07, and uh, he's got 67 strikeouts on 32 innings pitch. He's he's our go-to guy if if uh, if we've got a 
a big game coming up, he's he's the one that we're going to lean on the hardest. Um, and he's he's absolutely responded to that. He's he's done a nice job. So uh, his brother Carson is a sophomore. Uh, Carson has pitched 32 innings on the year as well. Um, his ERA right now is .86. Um, he's done a fabulous job for us, and I think uh, you'll you'll see a big dose of those two um, as we go into the postseason. Um, other guys on our pitching staff that have done a great job to, to help us get through the season uh, in, in the position that we are. Uh, Lucas Seek is a junior for us. Um, he's currently 4-1. Uh, he's pitched 25 innings on the year. And um, he's got a 1.9 ERA. Caleb Ray has come in and, and filled a lot of innings. I haven't had him start a lot. He's done more of a, a fill and a closing role. Um, he's uh, technically 2-0 and on the season. Um, he's thrown 13 innings for us, 1.08. Um, we've, got, uh, we've got a lot of young guys in our JV squad that are, are looking really good as well. Um, so excited to see how those guys come up as well. Well, that's a pretty fair piece uh, on what you're telling about. Now, the, the coaches that I talked to says you got a kid that can throw 90 miles an hour or better. Is that true? Uh, it may or may not be true. <laughs> okay. Well, uh, which kid is that? <laughs> so Connor, Connor's the guy that we lean on. Uh, he's the guy that's got the biggest arm. So, um, yeah, he, he can throw it pretty good. Well, I have heard from coaches and players that it's a blazing fastball. Uh, well, uh, okay, let's talk about your catcher. You know, it, it just goes co coincides with the pitcher. You know, uh, uh, you know what I'm typically looking for is a guy that can call a good game, a guy that can block pitches, a guy that that's got a good arm that can keep the runners in check. And I'm told you have one of the best there is in the state. Uh, I, th I think we've got a very good catcher. He's uh, quarter's been uh, catching for us for um, this is this is his fourth season catcher for me. I brought him up as an eighth grader. Um, quarter has a very high base baseball IQ. Understands the game very well. Um, he understands a lot of the intangibles to the game. Um, he's an explosive athlete. Um, and he, he just does a tremendous job back there behind the plate. So he does a great job managing the game for us. Well, that's uh, good. Uh, uh, I know he's a, a, a remarkable athlete. Well, what do we got at first base? Uh, first base this year has been held down by Reese Dunsbergen. Um, and Reese has done a great job. This is He's having an outstanding season. He probably doesn't get the recognition that he deserves. He... he uh, he bails out a lot of plays um, when he has to, um, but he's just been a, a really solid player for us over at first base. Okay, well, let's go to third base. I'd like to cover those corners. You bet. Um, so third base, for the most part this year, has been held down by two players, uh, Carson Masson, uh, which is um, our sophomore, um, and then also Landon Montgomery. Those two have pretty much held down third base. It just depends on who's on the mound and and that affects where we push some kids around. So uh, those two have done a great job for us, uh, kind of anchoring that corner. And um, both of them have big arms, and and uh, they, they have no problem making that play across the field. Well, let's talk about that double play combination of the shortstop and second baseman. You know, uh, it wasn't until here the last week or two where I really started seeing teams turn a lot of double plays. Uh, it's such a big part of the game. It can really uh, uh, end a big inning for the other team. 
what do we got there? How well do they work together? And uh, 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 what kind of success do you have in turning double plays? Uh, I think, you know, I, I guess I'd have to go back and look. I, I don't know that we've turned a lot of double plays this year. Um, I, the, the favorite combination I've got right now is is probably Bryce Richards at second and Connor Masson at short. Uh, the two of them have uh, been playing together since you know they were little kids, and um, they've got really good camaraderie, and and they just do a nice job communicating together on the field. Um, however, if I've got Connor on the mound, uh, that pushes Carson to to short, and uh, uh, he does a great job as well. I mean, uh, either way, um, our our middle infielders do a lot of work communicating, staying ahead of plays. Um, and I just, I'm really proud of the way that they've handled this, the season so far. Well, obviously things are going well. Well, uh, you got a good infield sounds like, but pretty much everybody's got some good athletes in the infield. Uh, um, you know, they're, you're, even, even if you have brilliant play, they can match you with brilliant play. But to me, what separates the winners and the losers in high school baseball is how well that outfield plays. It's the most important. Uh, part of the defense, as far as I can see, you know, and I'm a guy that sees a lot of games, but guys like you and me do. Uh, what, what do we got in the outfield? You know, you need a guy with range. You need a guy with instincts. You need somebody out there with a good arm, and there needs to be some communication and leadership out there. What do you got for your outfield? Well, we anchor, we anchor our outfield with Caleb Ray. Um, Caleb's a senior. Um, he's been playing out there, I think, since his sophomore season. Um, he... Uh, has a ton of range, and uh, I don't know that he believes there's a ball that can beat him. So um, he will he'll go after everything. If he if he can't get to it, it's coming back in pretty quick, and um, he's going to hold teams uh, to limited bases. So that's where we anchor, and then uh, the guys in right and left. Um, mostly, you know, it kind of depends on our pitching. Uh, who's pitching depends on where what, what we have in right and left, but. Um, main guys right now that we've got in the in the outfield would be Blake Van Wyk. Uh He's been playing mostly a left field position for us, and then C.J. Nichols has been playing mostly a right field. Um, they give us good speed. They give us good range. They read balls well off the bat. Um, and if the ball does get down, they're getting it back in pretty quick. So really happy with the way our, our outfield is playing as well. Well, that's, that's important. Well, let's talk about the hitting. Uh Who's your who's your your speed guys? Who's your contact guys? Who's your RBI guys? Uh, what do you got there for for your batting order? Well, I I love the fact that this team is is built on on speed. Um, we have a lot of speed throughout the lineup, and um, I, I think you can see that by the stolen base numbers that we've put up this year. Um, our our kids are ball and play. We're going to be working to beat a ball out. Um, and and uh, I, I think that's that's shown in, in the numbers that you see. So that's from a speed standpoint, I'm 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 excited about this team. Well, that that's good, and I've heard you guys are fast, and you guys are aggressive too. Uh, but what about contact hitters? Who do you got that's a good contact hitter? A guy who don't strike out much, puts the ball in play. Uh, what do you got for that kind of hitter? Well, if you talk about not striking out much, um, you probably have to start off with with uh, Quarter Nauenharder. Uh, Quarter's our lead off. He's got one strikeout on the year. Um, the kid's a tough at bat, and um, he's a great contact hitter. But he can swing for power. He can lay a bunt. He's he's a tough out. Um, he's he's uh, there's a reason he's he's our lead off. So 
Um, but I, I mean, throughout my lineup this year, I really feel good about uh, the opportunity for a contact uh, throughout the lineup. So um, there's not one necessarily that stands out over another. Everybody's got a great opportunity to put the ball in play. Um, we're, we've really limited our strikeouts this year uh, compared to years in past and, and uh, happy about where we're at at this point. Well, that's, that's very good. Uh, well, you got a guy that's, you know, like you want to put on a hit and run, you, you feel comfortable with him. If you've got to uh, lay down a bunt to move a runner over, who do you got that kind of a guy, that kind of a team, kind of a gamer guy that uh, you always feel good when he's up in that situation? I've got every single one of the batters in my lineup right now. I feel comfortable doing any of those things. Um, and, and I'm not just saying that. I feel good about uh, the kids keeping their hands on top and, and putting the ball in play if they have to. Um, and I feel good about uh, them putting the ball down if they need to put a ball down. So we've really stressed uh, throughout this season um, the ability to score when we've got runners in scoring position. And I think our kids have, have worked hard to do that. Well, what do you got for RBI guys? I mean, somebody's got to be cleaning the plate up there. Uh, uh, who's, who's your power hitters? Who, who's got the most RBIs on the team? So the most RBIs is Connor Masson. He's got 29 RBIs on the year. He's our three batter. Uh, Bryce Richards is 29 RBIs on the year. He's our four batter. Um, Landon's got 25 RBIs. He's our two batter. So it, the top of our lineup has got the most RBIs. Um, they also have the most on-base percentages in that group, so they're they're working hard to get each other in. Um, but again, throughout the lineup, I've got RBIs throughout the lineup. It's it's really a it's really a solid group all the way through. All right, well, let's talk about the guys we haven't talked about. You know, uh, um, you know your your second tier might be other teams' first tier. You know, uh, let, let let's just kind of go through the lineup. Let me know who the hitters are and how they're doing. Oh, say that one more time. Just, we, you know, we've talked about a lot of hitters, but maybe there's some we haven't talked about. Is there anybody we haven't mentioned uh, uh, about their batting that, that we should talk about? Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, I think one of the kids that I think has been a, a really pleasant surprise for us this year um, is Lucas Seek. I don't think he gets enough uh, attention or credit. Um, and, and I'll talk about Lucas from a pitching standpoint. The kid is tough on the mound. Um, he, when he delivers a baseball, it's really tough to pick up out of his hand what he's throwing. And he does a tremendous job of, of mixing speeds. Um, from a batting standpoint, he's become my, my DH this year. Um, and he's completely in that spot. Um, he's batting in the ninth spot and currently batting with an average of 417, wow. um, which is a, which is a crazy, uh, nine batter batting average, but um, he's just continued to ex excel as the year went on and uh, excited to see how he handles things when he goes into the postseason. So um, he's definitely a kid that um, I think has been a, a pleasant surprise this year that maybe wasn't getting a lot of talk with, with his bat, but he's he's done some nice work. So mm -hmm. the other one that I, I think deserves some, some conversation is Caleb Ray, bats in our five spot. Um, Caleb, his batting average this year, 345. Um, is a very respectable batting average. The kid um, has 19 RBIs. He's he's always putting the ball in play. It feels like he's always hitting it, hitting it to somebody. Um, his batting average should be higher, but uh, but it feels like he's got a magnet on the ball going to a defender. So um, it doesn't always doesn't always result in a in a win, but um, 
but he he's having tremendous success at the plate. So excited to see some of those balls fall as we head into postseason. Wow. Well, uh, let's go over the. You said you got four games left. We've got four games left. Yes. Could you just kind of mention who they are? Yep, we play Monty tonight. It's uh, Friday night. We play Montezuma. Uh, it's a home game. It's our senior night. Uh, Monday, we uh, travel to Victor to play HLB. Um, we have uh, Tuesday next week, we have Moravia coming to town. They'll be home uh, versus Moravia. And then we finish up with a rain out uh, makeup with Bell playing. Um, and that'll be a, a tough game to end with. Yeah, the, all those teams. I see. I've seen HLV throw a no hitter. Uh, uh, I've seen Bell Plain really put it all together uh, and, and was dangerous at least that night. Uh, but they've won a lot of games this year. You know, it just seems like they're all. There's about six or eight teams there that are one game over five hundred in the sickle and one game under five hundred and even. You know, it's just uh, uh, they all. You know, Kyoto can play really good on the right night if their defense, their outfield defense, can play spectacular. Uh, you know, but it's always, it's been a really fun league to cover because it's just every night is su such good play, but you guys are, uh, uh, you know, really playing at a high level. Well, the, the, the tournament is out as of yesterday. Who did yep. you draw? And, uh, let's walk through that bracket a little bit. You bet. Um, so our postseason, uh, we are in district, uh, we are in district, eleven. Um, we draw uh, Melcher Dallas first round. Um, so we've got, uh, in our, in our bracket, we've got some of the, the bluegrass conference teams. Um, so in our bracket, we've got Melcher Dallas, Southeast Warren, Martinsdale, St. Mary's, Ankeny Christian, uh, Murray, Grandview Christian and Wayne. So that's, that's our district 11, um, really solid baseball throughout that, throughout that group. Yeah, um, I just we'll saw Southeast Warren we'll uh, uh, night before last. I'm sorry. I just saw Southeast Warren the night before last. They were they're pretty solid ball club. They can hit. I mean, we, all we, the way up and down the lineup, they can hit. Yeah, we we played them earlier this year. Um, they're a very solid ball club. Um, I, I expect it'll be a tough game between them and Martinsdale, and and uh, you know whoever comes out of that's not going to be an easy pushover. So we'll have to play well if we want to keep moving on. Yeah, most definitely. Uh, so where does it go? Uh, 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 where where does it go from there? Uh, so so if we get through Melcher Dallas, uh, it's either Southeast Warren or Martinsdale, and then on the bottom side of our bracket, it's Ankeny Christians, the number two seed, and Grandview Christians, number three seed. Uh, Murray seven and Wayne is six. So I would assume that it'll it'll be a, a battle between Ankeny Christian and Grandview Christian, but I, I don't really know those teams all that well. Um, we played Ankeny Christian. We've seen them. Um, they're a very solid ball club. They've got a very good pitcher um, and Eli Christensen. Um, they'll be, you know, if they come through, it's it, all the way through our bracket. It's going to be, it'll be tough sledding. Yeah, well, it's all, uh, um, you know, everybody's good at the end of the year anyway. You know what I mean? There's no rookies at the end of the year, and uh, everybody's got a whole season behind them. Every batter's seen 50, got 50, 60, 70 at bats. You know, all the pitchers have thrown several games. It's uh, the defenses are all tight. It's uh, it's it's you know the the base the brand of baseball I see every night's just awesome. You know, real real high level, and it's uh, uh, every week it seems like the the teams step it up, don't they? Absolutely, I I think uh, I think baseball in Iowa is is 
is definitely on the rise. Well, uh, Glenville solely just has tremendous athletes. Uh, we got to see the baseball team last year. Uh, got to see uh, uh, the basketball team uh, when they played Kyoto. Uh, you guys just have a, 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 a really good record. You got some really good athletes coming through at the current time. Uh, 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 um, your, your football team was a, a phenomenal, went deep in the state playoffs. And I think you guys might be poised to do this. You guys might be one of the last team standing in the Round Guy Radio family. Uh, we certainly wish you well, very well in the playoffs uh, and the rest of the season. Uh, let, let, let our listeners know, how can they follow Linville Sully uh, Baseball uh, through social media, through streaming services, through any radio uh, broadcasts that might come up? Yeah, you know, uh, usually our local radio station uh, would be Grinnell, um, and and they'll follow us. Um, uh, usually through the postseason, we'll see we'll see we'll see them follow us. I'm not a big social media guy, so I can't give you a lot of information on the social media side. Um, I apologize for that. Well, but, that's okay. Um, if if you, uh, I'm sure if you do some looking, I'm sure our parents are posting some things out there as far as scores and things. Um, we try and keep it pretty low key as far as uh, the amount of information we push out. So, well, uh, uh, Round Guy Radio and the Linville School, Sully School District, and we have a uh, many listeners over there. Uh, we will do our part to keep you guys informed. Every time you got you win a playoff game, if you'll call me, we'll put an episode up about that, uh, and I'll I'll, okay. I'll keep it all the way through the playoffs and. Uh, we did that with the football coach, and uh, uh, we talked to the basketball coach a few times. So, if, if you want to, if, if you'll help our listeners uh, uh, keep up with it, because we we're looking for pretty forward to this, and we have been reporting on you all year long. We just hadn't had a chance to talk to you. I think I talked to about forty coaches already. Uh, you be in the forty. Well, I'm ha- happy to do that. Happy to have you. Uh checking in and, and keeping us keeping tabs on us all right well it's been a great uh, uh season and nobody's played uh, any more outstanding than you have uh congratulations on an outstanding season and thank you for being with us today thank you i appreciate it